0: this is the school of integrative healing podcast with your host hannah Bartlett alonso this is the place that we'll be talking about all things integrative healing For those of you that don't know, integrative healing is the multiple modality and multiple dimensional approach to all things healing. So this means looking at healing through the lens of not just your physical body, but your emotional and mental realms, as well as through the spiritual and energetic lens. This is because as humans, we are multi-dimensional. We're not just a physical body. And therefore, any comprehensive healing methodology needs to bear this in mind. My mission is to teach thousands of women all over the world how to heal themselves and actually to go far beyond that, how to create an extraordinary life. I firmly believe that every single one of us is a well of infinite possibilities. We just have to learn to tap into it. In this podcast, we will be talking all about self-healing through multiple modalities, as well as how to improve your relationships, create more pleasure, create more wealth, manifestation, shamanism, business, hormone healing, nutrition, how to reprogram your unconscious mind, heal trauma, as well as clear emotions directly from the body. Just by pressing play, you are actively engaging in your self-healing journey, reprogramming your unconscious mind, and taking one step closer to your dreams see you on the other side. Hello, 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 everyone. Hello. Uh, I'm super excited for this podcast. As you can tell, I'm not alone. I brought my partner, Craig, who you may or may not know, but also is in the same field as me, except he works with men. So Craig pretty much does what I do, but with men. That's what we always say when people ask us what we do. I'm like, same thing, just same same. Same same, just I'm with women, Craig's with men. And this podcast is a little bit of uh, an impromptu podcast. It's around a specific topic that I think is very dear to me and it's something that I would like to speak about. And I also think it's really useful to have the male lens talking about this as well, because maybe it's not as frequent that we hear a male perspective on this topic. Um, we're going to talk about sex. Men talk about sex, but specifically, we're going to talk about sex and we're going to talk about abuse and we're going to talk about recovery and how you can recover and how healing is possible and yet it requires work, especially when you're in a relationship. So, this is really sparked by um Netflix.
1: Netflix, <laughs> most of your stuff inspired
0: by Netflix, isn't it? <laughs> this is my so just come on, done guys. Um. This is inspired by Netflix. For those of you that don't know, I spend large quantities of time coloring in and watching Netflix. (laughs) And what's been really interesting recently is there's kind of almost this thread of Netflix programs really educating on sex and relationships in ways that was not accessible to us growing up. You know, what I don't know what you learned about relationships, but I was modeled relationships around me, which I would not consider healthy. And then I watched films, and films aren't the full picture aren't They They're just kind of like, if you find love, then everything, the Hollywood will be okay. ideal, you will be saved. Love saves you. Love is all you need. And we've both learned that's not true. So I think the main point that I really want to make today, and I'm going to give it to you now, is that healthy relationships and a and sex is a skill. And it's a skill, and we're kind of just expected to know. And um, it's definitely something that both you and I have had to work at, and we still work at in our relationship. And that's what I really think that people need to be educated on. And anyway, there was one that we loved, sex education. We loved that. Before. Oh, it's great! It's hilarious. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny. And they're doing a really good job of giving a different perspective and, and actually educating young people. But the other one is maybe a little bit more unexpected. It's a Spanish drama,
1: which it's <laughs> not unexpected for me is.
0: <laughs> that I love I I'm so, I'm love a Spanish drama I am a Spanish drama <laughs> It's called Elite And They navigate a couple of issues And we'll go into one of them today The first issue they navigate on is Young men Experiencing Um desire for other men and losing their virginity to other men and the confusion that can cause and really beautifully done you know that I love that and um sexual abuse that's what we're going to talk about so there was this scene where this young girl um she has a lot of pain inside <laughs> and she kind of medicates that pain with alcohol and parties and drugs and You know, one day she's having this bad day and she goes to Ibiza and she goes with this group of guys and she's really hurting inside and she gets very, very, very fucked (laughs) and she KOs, she passes out and three of the boys there take advantage of her state and they sexually abuse her and there's this scene in the shower where she's bleeding and it's just you know craig heard me from downstairs just going no 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 because it's 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 so painful for me to watch as someone that's also experienced sexual abuse it's just as a woman and i think sometimes men obviously don't have female bodies or, or sexual abuse happens to men as well but the feeling of being violated in some way is just it's a complete contraction of the body you know and um and anyway what was interesting afterwards was um what the young boys thought they thought they hadn't done anything wrong and it was the typical things that we hear you know oh she was asking for it because she was in her underwear um they did they they'd filmed it they didn't see it as as wrong they didn't see it as sexual abuse and you know, Craig and I like an intense conversation over breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I brought it up to Craig Sunday morning. Imagine this: we're having a cup of tea, having a bit of food. I'm like, "Babe, sexual abuse. Let's talk about it." And we had a really interesting discussion. And we were like, "Well, I don't know if anyone else really having these discussions, especially in relationship." And it's it's close to my heart because I've experienced sexual abuse on three three times um, as a child and as an adult, not repeated. Um, they're very much single moments and kind of my recovery process of that or my healing process of that and then also how it's come up in our relationship because it does come up in our relationship doesn't it mm-hmm. and how we've both navigated that and it's been it's been really beautiful to navigate it with Craig but it's not always been easy it's meant difficult conversations and sometimes
1: that happens when you're navigating uncomfortable shit yeah
0: <laughs> relationship <laughs> 101 your shit's gonna come up yeah. 100%. <laughs> both of your shit's gonna come up and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to work through it if not you blame the other person and you think the relationship isn't working and actually it isn't that and so I kind of want to share a little bit on I want to share. I'm really want. I'm really thinking about how to word this because it's such a sensitive topic. Um, I want to share on our healing process of that together, mm-hmm. and how actually my healing triggered you at points, and it meant a healing process for you. But let's start with consent, because I think what this TV show was really pointing to was the confusion of consent (laughs) that we have in our society because these boys really were like they were they thought they'd done nothing wrong and you know I've got friends who have experienced you know waking up in their night and they've said no before sleep to sex and then they wake up and the guy's having sex with them and then confronting the guy and the guy doesn't think that anything is wrong so it's not just the series that I want to touch on. I'm touching on my own experience and the experience of many, many women. Do you just click your hands? Many, many, many women around me and this confusion on consent. And so I think the big point is that firstly, women aren't being educated on their no and that they're allowed to say no. And there is a Maybe you're going to phrase this. There is a male conditioning and almost expectation and inter- inter- entitlement to female body and female sex. Because me saying no to you triggered you as well, doesn't it? Should we start with that story? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: So for me, part of my healing journey coming from sexual abuse was that I was allowed to say no. <laughs> and um, I know it sounds really simple. And I was allowed to, um, to say no to even my partner or men that I was with because a pattern that I used to have was just allowing men to have sex with me even if I didn't particularly desire it because it was easier for me to allow it than to say no a lot of women do that you learn that with me don't you like women (laughs) learn all the things a lot of women will say yes uh, just because they think it's too much of an effort to say no. I can't imagine. I can't even remember how many times how many women have told me this. So let's talk about how my no triggered you because to the start of our relationship, for me to feel safe sexually, I was saying no a lot. Mm-hmm. So I felt that for me it was very important to only have sex when it was in full consent, even though we were in a loving relationship.
1: Yeah, that was like that was really triggering for me in because it, it's just I felt like it's like rejection. That's the, the simple piece of it for me. It was just like this rejection, which is something that I, I haven't been used to before. So it's like this kind of new thing and like not knowing that I had that piece there. So it was like when you are saying no, and it was it was quite frequently, it was like, oh my god, it would trigger the fuck out of me. All the time. All the time. And I'd be like frustrated. I'd i i withdraw and disconnect from you as well. Yeah. In the relationship. Um, because it was like it, it it feels horrendous. And this is a different between understanding something like logically and actually feeling it in the body. Yeah. It's like it's it's really challenging to navigate through that. Um, no matter how much work you've done. And so that really used to 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 really tr- trigger me, but it's like it was, it was kind of hard to like. Disassociate from that being personal to me, yeah. Because obviously the triggers are so can be so intense, and actually understanding that's actually about you and knowing your your past, and you've told me these stories, and being able to respect your no, without getting reactive or triggered by that and that's been a process
0: so what i want you to see from that is craig is someone that does not sexually use women (laughs) craig is someone that works with sexuality and men's work and he's done a lot of work and he was even triggered by my no right that's how ingrained because consciously Mm. in your head, it's like, yeah, Hannah's saying no. And I respect her and she's my girlfriend consciously. I want to, but unconsciously it's like, Oh my God, I've never been in this situation before because it's not like Craig met me. And it's the first relationship he's had in his life. He's had other relationships and he hasn't experienced that. No, because women aren't saying no. I mean, that's a very blanket statement, but most women aren't saying no. And so even though it was, triggering for you I think our initial process of finding each other sexually Craig and I weren't people that just to kind of give you some backstory we didn't have sex the first time and it's just been wonderful since it's like we have really navigated things sexually mm. we've had to heal a lot of things sexually we've had to find ourselves sexually because Craig came Craig was a sailor for 13 years he came very much from this kind of sailory sexuality sailory
1: sexuality.
0: Sailory sexuality. you can interpret that as yeah. you desire
1: very stereotypical what you might
0: think lothario okay. I would say and we kind of went from that to finding each other in presence and then there was also an additional layer of me having to heal patterns in my body from the sexual abuse that I'll come to so it's been a, a real journey, and I think the reason that we're talking about this is people—if they if people don't realise that they have to work on sexual connection, that there has to be conversations—and I'm so grateful for this experience that we had, and I'm so grateful that you were so triggered because <laughs>
1: well, so Mike, you're it's grateful. Like, well, it, it's like a love-hate relationship with it, where like you kind of are because you're like, oh, cool, there's like some more deeper stuff to kind of go into that's really important. And especially in relationship, and also, fuck no.
0: (laughs) This is (laughs) icky. That feels terrible. (laughs) I don't
1: want to look at that.
0: Yeah, I don't want to look at that. But what I love about you is that you did. Well, and and we had so many tough conversations mm -hmm. that brought us to the place of deeper, like, you know now in our relationship our sex and our intimacy is deeper than it's ever been most people have the pattern of this kind of chemistry at the start and then it just wheedles out we've been the opposite because we've been willing to face this stuff as it's come up and so some of the conversations that we had around this just to go back to men being triggered by the no it's like we realized that there's quite a lot of male conditioning right and, and because it's conditioning, we have it, right? It doesn't mean that you're bad as a man. It doesn't mean any of these things. And, and as women, we have it. It's this ingrained conditioning that, like, you've, you've got to get the woman to have sex instead of being this consensual thing. And so it was really interesting because we talked about when we lost our virginities and, and think about how school kids talk about sex and you see this in movies all the time it's like did you get her to put out mate did you get her to put out i love that voice <laughs> that's also your voice I really say. yeah it's, it's many people's voices it's never like oh did you consensually come together do you know what i mean did you both desire the sex and then it uh, happened the sex. the sex you know it, it's always did you get her to put out or or any of these things and so it was really an opportunity in our relationship to delve deeper into this condition that we have as men and women without judgment and think wow is that creating a sexual relationship that Mm. we actually desire and I think for you being a sailor and all of that you said that you weren't used to I know
1: yeah and I suppose like for guys is um I think because a lot of men will put a lot of validation, I suppose women too, a lot of validation and approval on sex from women. And that's kind of where we put our, um, in a sense, our confidence of our manhood and our performance level and like, and, and all of this and did you make her come? And like all, all of these things are like very deeply ingrained into like approval and validation. And so even to hear, like, again, it's like knowing this, consciously mm. it it this is a difference between actually embodying something and actually working through something you can know something consciously but when you're actually faced with the situation and it really fucking triggers something inside you
0: that's your conditioning
1: that's that's the that's like the body doesn't lie that's the real shit there and it's like uh, and to hear no frequently especially from your partner when it's like you're trying yourself to come out of that performance mode Mm. And come into more connected sex and, mm. and presence and mm. kind of uh and heart opening and all of this is like to do that. And then we know, like frequently, it's just like rejection, rejection, rejection. And it's like you do contract and close off and withdraw, but it's and it's like, and like I said, as like a disconnect from you. Um, sometimes for like days, I wouldn't be really that mm. present with you but then it's like it's just constantly having those conversations and understanding and like it's like knowing okay this isn't about me there's obviously some something that's me getting triggered and it's like actually going into the understanding of Hannah of like this is her process of like uh, learning that she can say no and it's respected yeah. and it's like she can say that and I'm like okay fine
0: that was the end goal wasn't it really but it's so interesting you just saying that because I've never heard you speak about that like that talking about you know for men sex is validation so it's actually you know what we want to be coming to as you build your sexual relationship with your partner is, is exactly like Craig says we're coming out of performance into actually authentic connection and so you needed to strip away that validation and those rejection wounds to come into actual presence yeah, and intimacy. I didn't
1: even know we were there. But you didn't even I've know we were there. I've never had, had never, an issue with it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's so interesting because if we look at our sexual relationship now, we are in so much more connection. And I say to Craig, I'm like, you're so not in performance anymore mm. when you used to be. And I think the understanding the no has been part of that. Because if I even if I say no now, this is the great irony. If I say no now, Craig literally doesn't give a fuck, which means that I'm really not saying no that often because the ability, and this is the thing that men need to understand about female sexuality and women need to understand about female sexuality is that a woman won't open unless she feels safe. Right. And for me, um, not being able to say no created lack of safety. So I didn't want to Mm. open. And now the fact that, I can say yes or no (laughs) means that I'm saying no less and that there is more yes. And there is, and we've noticed a deepening. (laughs) We're noticing a deepening in our sexual relationship. But the, the big point here is that however much consciously that we understand these things, these these sexual confusions are so embedded in our unconscious and our psyche, Mm -hmm. that having sex and being in a long-term relationship is going to bring these things up. And unless you navigate them together, it's gonna create disconnection and it can actually create breakups. Because let's imagine that Craig didn't bring this to me and I didn't have an awareness of why I was having the no. And I didn't have an awareness of my healing journey we might just think, oh, we're incompatible. Mm. Or Craig might just be like, she's not down. Like my male sexuality means that like, fuck her trauma. Like she should be over it. I'm a good guy. (laughs) Why why is she not over it? Um, I'm going to go get it elsewhere. You know, because that's what you, you did as, as a young as a young sailor,
1: as a young sailor, as a young sailor, no, you did. got it
0: elsewhere instead of navigating it within the relationship. you so
1: like it's like, and this is a thing like mm. where I think for women and I men, but obviously when i just being from a man's point of view. It's like you don't know how. Like one is yeah. like we don't even know how can you navigate through something that you don't know. It's like where only from like this limited place where we get taught about sex relationships or even trauma in that mm. for women and understanding that from, from a women's point mm. of view as well where it's like actually and this is this is like putting a, a byproduct of, of men doing their work which is really important because then you install more of a sense of safety and trust for women and in relationships where this will allow her to actually open up or even to bring uncomfortable stuff to mm. the relationship and have conversations with you about um and and then like that will help to kind of open up more and kind of go into this healing process in a relationship
0: absolutely absolutely which
1: is amazing which is like for for me I think that's like such a I think that's a real goal for people in, in in a relationship and wanting from a relationship because it's always coming back to that is is deeper connection and intimacy piece right but that means going through the challenging Shit and your triggers mm. and your wounds and the stuff that you don't really want to look at. Mm. Um, and one of those places I think is in is in is in sex and sexuality.
0: See, for us, we're talking about two specific wounds. Like for me, the sexual abuse stuff, and I'm going to come back to this. And for Craig, it was the rejection wound. But it doesn't matter if the wounds are different for you. Your sex and your relationships always going to bring stuff up it's always that's the idea of relationship like you you can't you know people say oh it's in my past don't think about the past but the thing is that your business your sex your relationship it's always going to bring it up and so it's like you can avoid it but you're going to keep playing those same patterns just with different people or you can go all into it and going all into it in a relationship is what gives you intimacy and connection and deeper levels of love you know it's the it's the idea
1: of relationship yeah and it'll be more so it's just like Okay, that, we've got more ahead of us that that we've we've, we've navigated through has brought us more intimacy and connection yeah. which is amazing but then it's like at, at some unknowing point in the future there's like there'll be something else as we go more into mm, like mm, that's yeah. the goal right? more depth of intimacy and connection but to go through yeah. that is like it's going to trigger points of Of another layer of wound another layer of 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 something um, emotional or something that you don't want to look at Mm. and that's kind of the point Mm. but it's like but without the tools or the knowledge to kind of to go into that and and lead through that is just like you just stay stuck
0: yeah and I think that's like really highlights the importance of our work like you work with men and I work with women on relationships because we need to be taught this shit and we're not we actually need to be taught this shit. It's like, you're not, you you don't just navigate this because you navigate this because you know how, because you do have tools, because you do have awarenesses, right? And sometimes you have support outside the relationship as well, which helps. But let's just quickly talk about how trauma of sexual abuse shows up in the body. And I think we'll close with that really. Um, But so for those of you that don't know, I work with trauma. um, Trauma is in the body. It's not in the mind. So what will have a residue in your life after sexual abuse is the memory of sexual abuse in your body. So for me, one of the memories of sexual abuse was um, the feeling of, Lying there and not being able to do anything to stop it. Now, even though intellectually I could have done something to stop it, what happens very often, and actually this is for any women that have been through sexual abuse and they ask themselves the question of like, why did I not scream? Why did I not say no? Why did I not get up and go? Right? It's it's when we experience something that is dangerous, our nervous system has four options. It can go into fight, it can go into flight, it can go into freeze, or it can go into fawn. So people that have experienced sexual abuse um, usually have gone into freeze and it's like you become immobile, even though logically you're not actually immobile. And that freeze response after the abuse, right, stays in the body. So I've done a lot of work on the beliefs that I created around the the abuse, you know, about being damaged and all of that. And, And because I did that work, I was able to, Attract beautiful Craig, delightful Craig. Yeah, look at him. Mm, wonderful. Mm, mm, wonderful. Mm, but, but what really I didn't realize was there until being in a relationship with Craig was the memory of being sexually abused. And that would be triggered, for example, if during sex Craig held my hands down. For me that would be very frightening. And even though logically, I'm like, I'm having sex with my partner, he's not going to do anything to me. I still felt too vulnerable and I couldn't allow that, right? Um, or in in kind of you know, you know, to this day, I, I probably am unlikely to get a massage with a man because I don't feel safe, I can't relax. That might have changed now. I haven't had a massage from a man for a while, but even with you the second that I was lying there and he was massaging me, my whole body would go into tension. And so if you have experienced sexual abuse and you do experience these these moments of tension, I'm just bringing light to this so you can understand this. You've got awareness and you're not shaming yourself. Because I think it's very easy as a woman to shame yourself for having these very physical responses that don't logically make sense. And this comes back to the point of like, Your conscious mind knows, for example, I'm safe when I'm getting a massage from um, a man, right? But my physical body is, it's, it's responding to a memory. And so actually the work that Craig and I have been doing around consent and saying yes or no has enabled me to find greater safety in my body, which has meant that recently being pinned down or all those things are no longer triggering a trauma response. So what I want you to also understand is that just because you have that memory there doesn't mean it's going to be there for life. With patience and time, there are ways that you can heal it. And something else that I have got very regularly that has been super supportive to this is um, body work, right? Right. Body work because that helps clear memories from the body. Um, and so it's kind of run parallel, hasn't it? Getting regular body work and our sexual journey. And I think as a woman, um, you do have to take responsibility for this trauma. You do have to, you know, it's not your fault that it happened, but your healing is your responsibility. And so for me, it's like, yes, the no, and the consent was really important in my Craigle Babel. But... <laughs> Working through the the layers of, of trauma, it wasn't. It's not something you can do for me, is it? It's like it's not like you no. could just be like, no sex ever again.
1: <laughs> that wouldn't work. That wouldn't
0: work. But do you, you do know.
1: you find um that actually feeling like you're in a healthy relationship with um,
0: you ask me your questions now?
1: Yeah, with okay. with a guy that you feel comfortable with and more safe with actually allows you to to go through that or for that wound or something to come to the surface for you to actually work through because I find that is just like when is that because obviously the body thing is like when you feel safe, safe in your body your body will relax and when your body relaxes that's when like even trauma can come to the surface
0: yeah I think I think being in a real I think the thing is that I don't yes it's the short story no, I'm going to go on to the next story. Don't ask questions,
1: Craig. Don't ask questions.
0: <laughs> Just say, we're done. Guys, we're no. done.
1: No, but that's something that's like, that's, that's, a, that's an important, I think this for me is like, again, it's like important for like, for women to understand that with guys and for guys to even know that, of like how to show up in relationship as well. I
0: think being with you and feeling, Craig does a lot of men's work, so he knows how to hold. And I feel like Craig, can hold all of my parts like my most emotional that's kind of the masculine principle isn't it it's that it's that holding so I would say that there's a certain level of safety in our life because we've created it which means that I can go into deeper wounds um but also it's made, like, I would say, like, you holding and being there, it's not just helped me heal trauma deeper, it's helped my business grow, it's helped me make more money, it's helped me, um, you know, in, in so many areas of my life, I think it's really important for a woman that's in a heterosexual relationship, like, it doesn't matter what. Uh, for a woman even in every relationship you've got someone that primarily holds the masculine pole and someone that primarily holds the feminine pole but for the sake of this discussion and our specific relationship the fact that you can hold has transformed my life in so many ways and I'd say being able to heal deeper layers of sexual trauma is one of them and yet If I hadn't healed layers, I wouldn't have been able to be a match to you. Mm -hmm. You can't wait to be in a relationship to do your work. You know, some of the really big pain points for me after sexual trauma is I really went into the mentality of, like, I'm damaged, um, men aren't safe. And if I hadn't worked on those beliefs and if I hadn't worked on, you know, the shame and the guilt and all of that. I mean, you've got to get to a certain level to be able to publicly speak about it and not feel shame. I don't feel any shame or any guilt. I think there was layers of that I had to work on before being with you. But now being with you, it's like I've been able to go deeper and let go of deeper layers in my body.
1: Yeah, and even that thing you said about like, for for the guys saying about, oh, that I can hold, doesn't mean that that's like just perfect and stoic. Mm. It, it means is like I get triggered too, mm. and can be reactive. But it's it's it, the whole point is is just that it's like that we we that it's the navigating through it. So it's mm. like it, it's not necessarily this kind of real linear mm. perfect process. Oh god,
0: we've not had no, one linear perfect but process. But
1: it's it's like this thing is like I always say is like a let it be messy. Mm. It's just like because it's like you, you just allow yourself You're to be it. human, and for guys, don't try and be perfect and like stoic and like. Um, And all of that is just like, it's because it's like, it's going to trigger stuff in you too, but it's the point of like, how do you both navigate through that together? And that's one of the, I think the holding pieces that you can do that because it's you, you're leading to resolution and healing and like I said, connection and intimacy. But it's like for, for a guy, I think is this thing where we tend to withdraw and close off and don't know how to deal with shit and can get frustrated and angry rather than actually allow yourself to be triggered and um, and exposed and being able to kind of go through that without closing off all the time. So that's, I think that the holding, I think that's important to put across where it's like, it doesn't mean that it's like you do things perfectly. Mm. Sometimes it means you get really anxious mm. and and reactive, but that you still go through it. So I think that's, that's important because I think a lot of guys will avoid doing that and and, sh- and bringing that themselves into a relationship because they think it, it's like because it's imperfect
0: do you know how I, yeah that's a really interesting point and I think that healing is not can't be perfect for anyone but do you know how I experience your holding oh. because you're in touch with your emotions mm-hmm. and you don't make your emotions wrong which you don't get I mean m- most men not most men I don't want to say that's a limiting belief but you know I think your work your personal work, your work with men has been becoming more embodied, more in touch with your feelings. So because you're in touch with your feelings and you don't make them wrong, you don't make them wrong for me, which means Mm. that I feel comfortable to be in full expression of myself, whether that's I'm raging or I'm frustrated or if I'm anxious or I'm just having a human experience or if I'm in a stress response, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, you're not going to make my stress response wrong. And mm. I think that, for me, is what's been the holding. It's not about you being perfect or not perfect or navigating it. It's the willingness to talk things through and not shut off, even though you have shut off sometimes for a short periods of time, but so is fucking everyone. I'm sure I have too. I know I have. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, sure I have well. just
1: for an hour. <laughs> I'm sure I might have done oh, hour just hour
0: like, just, oh, She's full of shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, it's really that. And that's actually, you know... When I got into a relationship with Craig, I got into a relationship with Craig because I had got very clear I'd had a lot of abusive relationships, right? A lot of uh, sexual abuse and abusive relationships. It was really a pattern for me. And so I'd got really clear on actually what I wanted my relationship to look like. And a big thing for me was the feeling that I felt in my body when I was with you. I was like, I felt safe and I felt held and I felt like I could be, I could bring all of me,
1: to the relationship it's like when when sometimes you because you've struggled with anger before I mean as well yeah. allowing yourself to be, to be angry which I think is a big thing for mm. for a lot of women where it's Could just really like be a good girl I, I love it when you actually get hang on like yeah babes get it out go on get it out where it's, it's such like, a
0: weird if I have like if I'm crying or I'm like something's come up for me you know most people you know with the condition it's like oh there, there, Craig's just like Hey, he's just like smiling.
1: Yeah, like, because it's good. It's, it's like it's coming out. It's coming out. And it's like when you get if you get angry at something as well, it's like it's it's good and almost like poke that a little bit more because it's like it's because it's the, you really it's important to 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 get that out. Because mm. that's part of the, the healing too, is like is is if anger's staying in your body, it's, it's like you need to get that out because it's it usually there's something behind that that needs to come out.
0: So that's a really Good way to close, you know. I was talking about how sexual trauma stays in the body. Um, what we do in the school of IH uh, is lots and lots and lots of tools and techniques to help you clear emotions, right? Because that's ultimately what it is. It's like stuck nervous system responses and stuck emotions. You know, I'm not going to get into it more than that. And so we have regular practices. We have Shani, who comes on to do a rewilding ritual once a month. So you're getting into your body, you're touching into pleasure um we have uh psychedelic breath once a month which is a trauma literally clear out you know you can clear out trauma through the body through through breath work I teach emotional clearing techniques which you can use always I teach health health, uh, self-healing techniques that you can use always so I teach so much um in the school of IH so that you can do this and I think uh that's the reason that we've been able to navigate it so relatively quickly is because I do think I take responsibility for my clearing and my stuff that comes up and you take responsibility for your stuff that comes up. Cause I just want to be really clear, you know, like I said, it's the healing from the sexual abuse and from the abuse patterns was my, and is my responsibility. You know, being with Craig doesn't make it magically go away. It's beautiful and I feel safer because you can hold, but if I wasn't willing to do my end,
1: and I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's like when you actually feel like you're in a more safe room. And that's the thing. It's the feeling. So yeah. when you say feel, so you said about, I I felt um, Craig could hold more and I felt safe in around him. And this is the thing. So for men understanding, it's a feeling. It's not how you pretend to show up or... Or what you say, it's actually it's like it's who you are, and that's a very kind of visceral feeling in the body for women. Yeah, of like they, it's like feel it. So this is why I think for guys, it's important to be able to go into that yourself as well. Like it's not being in the head, being in the body more, and working through your own shit. In there, because then automatically you're giving off this feeling to to women or to your partner that is just like you're actually a safe man to be around, yeah. which is like one of the most important pieces.
0: So if you would like to work with Craig more, if you're a man and you'd like to work with Craig Moore, highly recommend it. I see him pretty much most minutes of most days. Or yeah. <laughs> I try to. I'm like, babe, feel needy. <laughs> I'm joking, we do our space sometimes while I'm colouring in. It's all so fun isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm going to pop his links below so you can book in a discovery call with him. If you would like to work deeper on your relationships, I mean, we've really just touched the surface of what we could share today. If you want to work deeper on your relationships, we have a whole month dedicated to relationships in the School of IH. It's actually happening right now. I'm teaching on my free community, which you can join below, um, all about relationships and healing and trauma. Um, So, yeah, those links are there for you. Um, And that's all that I want to say. Know that if you've come across this podcast, it's probably for a reason. And this is your invitation to dive into your stuff. Because on the other side is more love. Oh, can you hear my rumbling tummy? Okay. More love, more intimacy. But I think that the primary thing that I, I want to finish with is that your most important relationship is with yourself. And that's for men and women. And so that's why it's so important for men to prioritise their healing work. And that's why it's so important for the women to prioritise their healing work. And your healthy relationship with another person, whatever gender they are, is a byproduct of a healthy relationship with yourself. Any final words? I think it. Did it? Done. Hey, are you joking? Why are you high fiving?
1: Are we high fiving? Yeah.
0: That was cool. Bye, guys.